I don't know. Did you see the new uh, Marvel podcast they just announced the other day? I did something, yeah. Uh, every Tuesday, around 5.30 Eastern Time or so, <laughs> they put out... What? I'm laughing you're doing the bit we do on the show. Well, they put out a podcast that talks about all the Marvel books that are coming out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The podcast is called The Pull List. Hmm, I wonder where they got that from. <laughs> now, I will say, it wasn't the most original idea when we thought of ours. What? <laughs> but it was just like, oh, I'm doing my whatevers today on Twitter, Tuesday when we're recording this, because, oh boy, it's, has some stuff been going down in the world of professional wrestling that Todd might be interested in, because it involves some of his favorite things. Ugh. You I'm laugh. not asking... I'm not asking any questions. You could talk about whatever you want. Right. Um, but those who know, know. I'll just give Todd the morsel off air so we don't get to the <laughs> whole thing about it. My New Year's resolution is to not let Todd talk about wrestling as much as he wants to. <laughs> on the show. And mine's to stop Joe from talking all that Doctor Who talk. Right. Um, so, yeah, so Marvel has their Pull List podcast that comes out Tuesdays around 5.30 Eastern Time. So be on the lookout for that. Um, so DC I want to get on their list, and then Dark Horse I want to get back on their list, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of explaining to my friend James on how, like, the different companies do them. You know, some of them have, like, the Dropbox where they'll have, like, the last, like, two weeks, and then they'll send out, like, advanced things as separate links, and then other companies which just, like, here's a whole bunch of links to all the stuff that we have coming out, and then other companies are, like, here's this dedicated site where it's, like, the last six months of stuff that we have available, and it's usually like a week, maybe a couple days ahead of time, depending on the circumstances. So, looking to get that back with uh, Dark Horse, looking to get on it with DC, because it would just be cool. You know, um, obviously with everything else that we're working toward, it'll build toward that. And, I, you know, we've talked about the other things that we wanted to send stuff to for, like, sponsorship opportunities. It's not like, um, you know what, I don't even care. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> there is a very popular wrestling podcast that I may or may not liberally borrow a lot of the verbiage from mm-hmm. that I'm going to ask you, Todd, if you is an, if you would like to advertise on their show and have an in-the-body-of-the-show 30-second ad, mm-hmm. how much would that cost? Uh, okay, now what are you asking me? It's a very popular wrestling podcast. If you were an podcast. advertiser and you want your product to be mentioned on this show. Okay, how much is it? How much is it to get that ad on the show? Oh, we're playing the prices right now. Sure. Now, let me just ask a question. Are Do they do it 30 seconds in the show? Do they do it monthly, weekly? Like, how, what's the price scale? Do you know what I mean? I think it sounds like monthly. It'll, it's, it sounds like four episodes, you know? Four episodes. So I'm paying for four episodes, one a week. Yeah. And that's the, the entire thing. Eight hundred dollars. Uh, four grand. Uh, eight hundred times more. <laughs> Whatever it goes into four thousand. So I'm not crazy to say that that's what we're looking for. Would would we take four grand? And yeah, I would take four dollars. Mm-hmm. Which actually, you know, is our split from October's Amazon, but <laughs> it's so little they held it off this time. Yeah, you gotta pull T. I I knew the, we'll get to that later, but go ahead. 
Um, so it's just like, oh, what are things that we like? What are things that we talk about? What are things that we think? You know, whatever. So a whole bunch of things got sent out. I have my little form email that I send out, and I move the verbiage around so it doesn't seem so canned or whatever. And I usually try to update it at least like once a month or once every couple months. I am making a more concerted effort to send that out more often to like, okay, here are the ones that we got no response from. Here are the ones that we got a response from. And it's kind of like a no. Mm-hmm. Um, like Funko, right? I sent it to Funko in general because they do like all like the different monthly box subscriptions and they're always constantly doing like retweet for something, you know? Mm-hmm. And they just responded back very kindly and said, oh, hey, you know, we don't really do anything like this with any podcasts. Uh, but if you mention any of our pro- podcasts on the show and you tag us in the tweet, we'll retweet it. Okay. Um, so there was that. Um, my fancy root beer contacted me back. I got that email. I was going to bother you, but I was busy. Right. But their whole thing is like, it's less of kind of a sponsorshipy sort of deal for two jamokes speaking into microphones, but it's mm-hmm. more so of a like, hey, we'll sponsor your event or party. Oh. Sort of thing. And since we were having neither, I'm just like, nah, you know, I'm good. Maybe we I'll need just midnight, send them, <laughs> maybe midnight I'll just send them comic sales. Ask if I can get some stickers. Right, Midnight Comic Sales. That's what they need to sponsor. Oh, whenever the Drunken. Next one, whatever the next one is, we could do that. Drunken Midnight Comic Sales. Right. As long as we're not selling the beer, we're just giving it away. It's okay. Yes, to the comic people at midnight. Right. Here's your comic. Now drive home with this beer. <laughs> Don't That's right. drive. That's right. Roll up the window, turn the heat on, and put the Lullaby Channel on. <laughs> So the one that I actually heard back from was uh, D3, the people who do Marvel Puzzle Quest, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a couple emails back and forth um, just in regards to, you know, like, hey, what do you want to do? And I've seen before, you know, at conventions, other people have given them to me. It's like, here's this code. Put this code in at this website. Or here's this URL. Go to this URL that's like, branded to you, or whatever this event is, and you'll get an in-game cover for a three-star, which is, like, middle of the road, one, two, three, four, five stars, right? Mm-hmm. So, then there'd also been other people, and I wish I could remember the guy's name, but he's some sort of, like, internet-y celebrity guy with, like, 17 million real followers, not bought-and-paid-for followers. PewDiePie? No, not PewDiePie. <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> where he, like, once every six months will do a thing where it's like, hey, because I'm a big Marvel Pulse Quest fan, they contacted me to do this. If you go to this site and put in this code, you're going to get this cover for the game. And it's usually a three-star cover, right? I go, how about something like that? And they're like, nah, that's a little too wide-spanning and so on and so forth. And the guy pitches to me, he's like, how about uh, we do a thing where you get to give away a cover. And again, I want to make sure I get the verbiage right. On this. Um, Because to me, the verbiage is the most interesting part. Now, all of this is going on like last Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday afternoon. Mm -hmm. Come on. Oh, boy. Hang on. I'm having some concerns. Okay. There we go. 
Get your verbiages. Right. Because to me, the verbiage is important. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So he says... Uh, sounds good. How about we give away whatever the newest, in parentheses, announced character is plus enough in-game currency to roster that character. And we can give it away to three people. Um, you know, send me the link to the show and I'll retweet it and put it on all over social media, blah, blah, blah. So all this back and forth. Now, I know that we're recording the show on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I know that this upcoming Tuesday, and again, these are emails that I'm doing with this guy last Tuesday, last Wednesday, last Thursday... Um, and I know that the following Tuesday is when they're announcing the next new character that comes out. So the way that it all lines up is we're giving away a cover for the new character, which is like a pretty big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So hopefully with the good people at D3, Marvel Puzzle Quest, helping us out, we'll see what sort of return we get um, from new listenership, new interactions with listeners. And then, of course, that leads us into the Jeff Lemire thing. Which is, you know, I follow a couple creators uh, on Twitter. I've been kind of adding a few more here and there. Uh, kind of leaning a little bit more toward the ones that tweet about comics and their comics. Right. As opposed to other issues. Gotcha. And I see uh, Monday night, Lemire tweets out. It's like, hey, you guys want to, anybody want a review copy of uh, Gideon Falls? Doesn't come out till March, but as long as it's non-spoilery, have at it. So I send him a message, he gets back in touch with me, what's your email, he sends me the link, I say, perfect, we'll talk about it in this week's, uh, our podcast this week. So like five minutes later, he contacts me back and says, oh, you have a podcast, would you like me on as a guest? And I'm like, absolutely. Now, Todd, I did go a little rogue on this one, I did not consult with you first. I know, I hate when you do that. (laughs) So it was just kind of a lot of back and forth scheduling that, and then just as I was doing the dishes uh, before we record the normal show, uh, Lemire sent me a message saying, I'm feeling a bit under the weather, can we reschedule for next week? Fine, feel better, no problem. Um, so yeah, just I'm trying to be a little bit more proactive in regards to what we're doing and what we can do mm-hmm. uh, to get more awareness of the show out. That's right. I like when you're more proactive, Joe. I'm trying. I'm going to try and be more proactive, too, too. All right. Let's hear this. Like, I will pause the uh, college championship game when you call me with information. Oh, okay. There you go. That was me. That was me being proactive. That's all Mm. I got. Sounds suspect. I'll, I'll do something. I'll become, I'll figure something out. I don't know. You just do you, Todd. And That's a great it. man once said, you just do you. That was Edie Kingston. Oh, boy. <laughs> what? You call him that. <laughs> I call people whatever I want to call them. I have one of our books for next week. Now, I wish we had gotten this one sooner. But that'll be for off-air as well. Uh-oh, we have off-air talk. Uh-oh. Always, there's always off-air talk, Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see how the, the Marvel Puzzle Quest thing goes for interaction, and it was just a lot of maneuvering stuff around. I don't want to make the podcast work, mm-hmm. but I want to do a little bit more to make the podcast bigger. I got what you're saying. Yeah. 
Maybe we'll do a couple of cons one of these years. We'll go promote it. I don't know. Maybe something, you know, that'll be good to do again. Um, that would be fun. I always had fun leaving the house. Mm-hmm. You don't have fun leaving the house. Stop it. Mm, I can have fun leaving the house. Most times I choose not to. Oh, that's what your problem is. I'll look up the list of local, like, semi-decent size. Because that's what I think we need to do, too, is maybe go to a couple of Comic-Cons that have semi-names. You know what I mean? Get some interviews there. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have interviewed Gilbert Godfrey at uh, uh, Fear Fear creature feature or whatever it was but you didn't want to go well chiller chiller and 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 we got scooped by other podcasts doing talking about gilbert godfrey that's all i'm gonna say did they by any chance get another mike nesmith interview this podcast that you're speaking of i don't know i haven't listened to it it's it was recent so and i don't have itunes so So, uh, but uh, you, you you laugh at your chiller theater, but Monster Mania, which is the second weekend in March, Tim Curry is going to be there. I know him. He I was know. on uh, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Uh, that was his cartoon. He was Dr. Hook. <laughs> Dr. Hook? Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> I say close enough. I nailed it. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. We'll look at the convention schedule because convention schedule is picked up and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll figure out what the travel schedule is. I just learned that uh, C2E2 this year is the same weekend as WrestleMania. Is that good or bad? Not that I was going to either, but that you're mm-hmm. splitting your audience there, pal. Well, well which one is uh, Talking Dead commentator going to go to? Uh, I would assume he's going to be at C2E2. Uh, is C2E2, is WrestleMania in Chicago? No, it's in New Orleans. Okay, well, that would be really splitting. You know what I mean? Like, if you were in the same town. If you were in the same uh, same Providence, then you got problems. <laughs> if you were in the same time zone, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you are in the same elevation. Because isn't, like, parts of Louisiana, like, under sea level? Yes, I went to Mardi Gras and years ago. And it was great going up to the mighty Mississippi. And you're like, okay, we're in town. All right, they're like, oh, do you want to go like this way to, to you know to the mighty Mississippi? And you start walking uphill, and you're like, oh, there's the river. Hmm, this doesn't seem very smart. Uh, so this is that's uh, you know more of your why it's not good to leave your house sort of conversation. Yes, sir. And I did get lots of beads that year. Oh, you did. Yeah. Did you just pick them off off the, off the ground or? Off yeah, the... I cleaned them off off the vomit and mm-hmm. and it was good to go. Yeah. Mardi Gras was an interesting time, and we did have a balcony on Bourbon Street. Oh, you did. Yeah, I lived at one time, Joe. <sighs> I didn't, uh, Todd. <laughs> oh, it was good times. Nothing better to see the street shut down. Like when it happens, right? Oh boy, like because they have that moment where it's like midnight. And it's like everybody better be off the street. And then come the come the uh, the street sweepers with the water, and you could just see the the filth. That's <laughs> fantastic. But anyway, you know, Baltimore is always a good one. There's like, um, is it I was Reed Pop doing a fake Philly one this year, like two yeah. weeks before New York. Yeah, there's a uh, there's the Steel City Con. Mm-hmm. Steel. Pittsburgh's a hike, though, man. 
Yeah, but you know what? Josh goes every year. I bet you I, we could we could just like just like piggyback on him. Right. He 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 First needs all, the friends. That's bullshit because what? Steel City they have it like twice a year, mm-hmm. and Josh hasn't mentioned going in like a hundred years. He, no, he's gone. He hasn't. He went about last it. year. He doesn't because he texts me. He doesn't tweet. We he has one of them protected tweets, Joe. Who cares? But he then tweets. he's got the secret Twitter account as well. Oh, he's got the he's got the words account. He's got the kayfabe account and he's got the uh, protected account. Because I'll always get, oh, I'm going to the Steel City for one day. Do you want to come? And I'll be like, I'm completely broke. He's like, oh, well, just come for the ride. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to go to Pittsburgh just for the ride because. He went out uh, last year, and he and Steve Epting was out there. And Steve Epting's on my my dream list. Mm. And I was like, if I go, that's money I'm gonna like I'm gonna spend. Like I'm not going to Steel City. I'm not going to where uh, Steve uh, Epting is gonna be and not get a sketch off. So I, I just like shut that down like real fast. But he's he goes like he goes for one day to the Steel Con. Uh, I know they do, I think they do do it twice a year, like you said, but he'll do it once. And he'll be like, let's go. So I'm like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just, me and you, we'll go, we'll sit in the back, we'll let him chauffeur us. Longbox Hero, chauffeur, uh, you know, Jeeves, Josh Jeeves. Josh Jeeves. <laughs> yeah. Does he listen to this show? Uh, he does and he doesn't. So, like, because he's got two kids, and you know what that's like. That's like you having one kid, but right. with another one. So I don't know how much he actually gets to listen to this. But if you put Josh Jeeves in the title uh-huh. and then I tag him, he'll he'll listen. I think the episode needs to be called Josh Jeeves now. <laughs> Does? Yeah. So I'm just looking here to see if there's anything coming up in, like, the greater metro area for us. Mm-hmm. I know they have one. I don't know if they have it once or twice a year at uh, the Meadowlands. They have one there. Yes, it's a little too big. Well, well, it's not. It's at one of the not. It's not like in the stadium. There's like they have a little smaller one. It's mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll push it. We'll we'll figure it out. So there's. Yeah, that's a Philly one that's not any comic creators. It's like a weird comics and cosplay-y thing. Ooh, that's we should go cosplaying, Joe. Mm. I'll be Vampirilla. Okay. No, wait, I'm a blonde. I'm a blonde. I'll be the White Queen, <laughs> and you could go as Vampirilla. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How would that be for cosplay? Horrible. <laughs> it would be horrible. Oh, no, we come up. Okay. We're we'll we're come up. we're deep we're deep into like April here now. Oh, zing! Right, exactly. Oh, somebody <laughs> pointed out to me some sort of wise acre remark you had made during the main show a couple weeks ago. Did I make a wise acre remark? Right. Would I ever? First of all, would I ever do that? Yes. Okay, I like the quick response. Yes. I can't. I I make lots of wiseacre remarks, so I have no idea what nope. it could have been. Did someone text you that or talk to you or? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. I get stooged off to everything that happens. I get stooged off to nothing that happens. Oh, you need better stooges, Todd. <laughs> oh, trust me, I know a lot of stooges. So, okay, so here's one of the Meadowlands at the end of April, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a, a nice selection of your comic book folks. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Collins, Keith Giffen. Hey, our boy, we could talk to him about Vexed. We could. He actually has projects coming out here soon. Oh, he's still miserable, though. I'm sure he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's the Greater uh, Philadelphia Comic-Con, which mm-hmm. is the same the- weekend as that uh, Meadowlands one, but no guests. You know what we could do? We could recreate the classic uh, Keith Given picture we took all those years ago. We could. Mm-hmm. We could. But yeah, surprisingly, Todd, a lot of people don't want to run con- bigger name conventions on the East Coast during this winter time. Gee, I wonder why. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so there's that. Okay. Um, d- we're kind of just meandering here. No, you're meandering. I, I have am. focus. I am meandering here. So I, I do want to just, uh, just so it's kind of out, not that it's like a secret that I've been attempting to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Um, right. So last week, last Thursday, as I was saying, all this stuff was going on. All the pieces were in motion, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of last week. Um. Thursday, um, my brother passed away. And uh, he was 35. And I know uh, other members of my family are kind of iffy in talking about what happened. But we've talked about it on the show before. um, After Dark, many times about what my brother had gone through and what he struggled with. And, um, you know, he died of liver failure due to excessive drinking. And, you know, things were not good for him uh, for the better part of the last four years and got worse for the last two years and then got, you know, worse, obviously, to this point. You know, um, he would be around less and less. He never returned phone calls, texts, anything like that. And, you know, talking with my father and my brothers about this, many a times we would not hear from him for weeks on end or see him for months on end. And we would just kind of all silently expect that call that he had died. And unfortunately, that call came this past Thursday afternoon. And, uh... It's been really rough. Um, You know, I've dealt with it as much as I can. You know, every day is a different day of dealing with it. Um, The viewing is coming up here shortly, so that'll hopefully be some sort of closure. Um, I know my father is taking it very tough. Uh, You know, a year and a half when my mother passed, I think we talked about it here as well. How difficult it was for my father to deal with, and this, I think, has been even rougher. Um, You know, his youngest son passed, and I've spent a lot of time talking to my dad as much as I can, and I know, Todd, you can relate, and others 
listening to the show, I'm sure, can relate as well. If you are of our age, you probably have a very strict or stern father who wasn't very emotional growing up or even now or, you know, however long it was that you knew your father. And, um, you know, it's just kind of tough seeing him go through all this more than anything else. You know, I'll deal. Uh, you know, I have no problem crying and letting my emotions out, which is not a place I would have been in, you know, two years ago or 10 years ago or even 15 years ago. Um, obviously, older folks are a little bit more set in their ways, and I joke how old I am and how set in my ways I am. <laughs> Until you finally meet someone who really is set in their ways, and then you kind of put yourself into perspective with this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, again, obviously, it's you know something that I wanted to talk about, and uh, that's all. Fair enough. Um, you know, when I don't want to proselytize or go too far into what you could do or should do or anything else like that. But I, I, I know every time that my brother sought help, got any sort of treatment for any length of time, uh, it was never for him. It was always for us, um, myself, my father, my mother, uh, a girl in his life, whatever it was. And that's a lot of times why it didn't stick. Mm-hmm. obviously and you always say well they have to reach rock bottom they have to reach rock bottom well real like a, a a hair's thread away from rock bottom is what happened to my brother and that's you know unfortunately what you as a living person has to deal with when you have someone in your life who has either passed or is currently dealing with whatever levels of alcoholism they're dealing with you want to be helpful. You want to be there for them. Um, really, the best that you could do is, you know, just try to be as supportive to them when they're making good choices. And, you know, be critical of them when they're making poor choices. But obviously, every situation is different. Um, but if you do have someone in your life who is going through this, you know, really... Do your best to do what you can for them. And whatever that is, is different for everybody, unfortunately. nobody, Nobody's cure is the same for this. Um, and again, I'm done. I'm done. Gotcha. Sorry to end the show on a bummer. No, that's... Hey, you got. You do what you gotta do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that was episode 165 of Long Bucks Heroes After Dark. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, next week... It'll be into whatever the name of the new movie thing is. We're going to announce our movies, and uh, we'll go from there. Thanks for listening, everybody.